Welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we share with you what we taught students this past Sunday morning. All right. So the first thing we're talking about this morning is what your your children are learning. This is one of those um, those passages um, that I think is a lot of fun. First um, Kings eighteen, um, Elijah is uh, is battling with the prophets of Baal on the on Mount Carmel. So Elijah is a is a big deal. Um, when when Jesus was transfigured and he goes up and and, and appears on, on the mountain, you've got Moses and Elijah and Jesus, and so Elijah is a uh, is a big deal. He 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 calls out the prophets of Baal and he says, "Look, meet me on Mount Carmel. Four hundred and fifty prophets of Baal assemble." So on the one side you've got four hundred and fifty, and on the other side you have Elijah. And the challenge was, Baal was the, the god of fire, and, and Elijah goes, okay, we'll play your game. So the first god to deliver by fire from heaven, he is God, and we shall, we shall worship him. And so they're like, fair enough. Man, Baal is the god of fire. This is our game. We got it. And so Elijah tells the uh, prophets of Baal, you guys can go first. And so for the morning... Into noon, even into the afternoon, the prophets of Baal call on their God with music and loud voices. And, and, and I love there's a little bit of, when there's some humor in, in Scripture. Um, Elijah was a little sarcastic and he was like, I don't, hey, maybe your God is, is on a trip. Or maybe he's indisposed or he, he's not available. You might need to wake him. You might need to rouse him. Maybe you should yell louder. And he knows how this is going to go, and he's just messing with them a little bit, and, and they eventually give up, and he says, okay, it's, it's my turn, and so he, he gathers together 12 stones, each for the 12 tribes of Israel, and he builds an altar, and if you remember, he, he digs a trench around the altar, which is sort of an odd thing to do, right, and puts the, the, uh, the, the sacrifice on top of the altar, and then he says, hey, I need water, so he orders these, these barrels of water, and he dumps it on the sacrifice multiple times until the sacrifice is saturated. It runs down over the altar and fills the trench. He's like, okay, now we're ready. And he prays to God. And if you remember the story, God sends fire and it consumes all of it. There's certain passages in scripture that you can, you can read about, but I feel like being there would have been so much better than just reading about. This is one of those that I just would have wanted to be there just to watch. Man, what was that like? This pillar of fire coming down from heaven and consuming the animal, the 12 stones. I don't know much about this, but it's got to be really hot to consume stones. You know, I know that water boils at, you know, 212 degrees, right? But, but so that's all into steam and just gone. And Elijah orders that the people chase down the prophets of Baal and, and put them to death. 
And this is also the passage where he's running and he passes the chariot because he realizes that Jezebel is going to be ticked and he's going, she's going to chase him down. So a couple things. There's a lot of things you can talk to your children about in this passage. Um, and this is one that's just, it's fun just to talk about the story. But a few things. First of all, standing up for truth is the right thing to do, but it may not be popular. Elijah was the only one standing on his side. And if you read on in scripture, Elijah is going to come and recognize this fact that, hey, I'm the only one. And he runs off and he has this, this, this bout of, of depression. And God will say to him, look, you're not the only one. But he feels like the only one. And in that time, he was the only one who showed up to stand on the side of the Lord. And so if we're going to live our lives by doing what is popular, what most people are doing, we're not really going to walk after the Lord. And your children are going to say things to you, or maybe it's just my children say these things to me, but nobody else is doing that, Dad. Dad, nobody thinks that. Dad, nobody's doing that. This is one of those situations, if we're going to stand up for what's true, it's not going to be it's not going to be popular. Second thing is that God hears and can be trusted even when he may not do what we think he should. God is, is trustworthy, right? And God carries through. But what, what if God doesn't send fire from heaven? And what if God doesn't, doesn't answer in the exact way that he did? Because Elijah kind of calls a shot a little bit and says, hey, I, I need you to do this exact thing. And so God can be trusted and he listens to us even if he doesn't do what he thinks we should. I, I was reminded of the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel. If you remember, before they go in the furnace, they're like, hey, we're going to throw you in the furnace. And he says, look, our God can rescue us. And we believe that he rescue us. But then there's this phrase, but even if he doesn't, we will still not bow down and worship your idol. And so... God hears us and he can be trusted even if he doesn't do exactly what we think he should do. There's going to be times in our lives when our children and us, we're going to expect him to do something. We're going to pray for a particular thing and we believe it's his, it's his will and it's within the things that he often would do and the things that he would want to do, but he may not act in that particular way. But God is still trustworthy. God can still be believed. God can still be followed even if he doesn't do exactly the way that we should, should think. And the third thing we can, we can look at is that God will show up to be God in his way and in his time. God has a plan. He's going to do his thing in his way, in his time. And we need to obey him and trust him. Elijah's role was to carry through on what God told him to do. And God was going to take care of the when and the how and the specifics of it. And we need to trust him in that. He's trustworthy. He demonstrates this by, by paying for sin and laying out what is true for us. We can trust him. And the thing that we need to concentrate on is not what, what exactly God is going to do, but am I being faithful to believe him and obey him? Which is what Elijah did. And so I hope that today you are able to have some, some good conversations with your kids about this, uh, about this passage. Um, 
for, for young men who are like, oh, the Bible's boring. There's not anything cool that happens. It's just a lot of talking. Go to this passage. Look, man, God sends fire down from heaven and consumes all of it. And then Elijah says to the people, go and find all those false prophets and wipe them out. It's a lot of action there. Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in room 215, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.